0: Welcome to the Agent Leader Podcast. My name is Brent Kelly, your host. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode. Today's episode, I have an incredible guest and I'm gonna let him introduce himself here uh, just in a couple of minutes. He is a producer, a sales leader, uh, agency expert, He's probably smiling as I'm saying some of these things, but all around great guy. And I know he's going to share some fantastic information that you can use as an agency leader uh, in some capacity. So stay tuned. Uh, Stay tuned for that. We have a great conversation. Before I get into that, I always want to mention the mission of the Agent Leader Podcast. Why do I do this? Uh, Why do we do this as a group? Well, our mission is very, uh, it's very simple. We want to help you, the agency leader, whether you are the principal, a sales leader, if you're a producer, claim service professional, you all have influence and want to help you get great, uh, get better clarity, build consistency, and to make a commitment on becoming your best version possible. And if you're watching this on video, most of you are, are audio listeners, but if you're on audio, I've got a shameless plug behind me. It's our new book. Roger Sitkins and myself uh, wrote a book called Best Version Possible. You can get your copy out there. It's Uh, specifically in our Sitkins page, you go to sitkins.com slash BVP for best version possible sitkins.com slash BVP. And I would love to get that out to you and uh, learn more about how we can help your agency succeed. So I know a person that I have on with me that definitely knows a thing or two about agency success. He probably won't say it too much because he's a humble guy, um, but he's been very, very successful. And I was really honored to have him uh, as part of the podcast today that he agreed to come in and Spend a few minutes with me and you, the agency listener. I've got Shane Ideas uh, with the Unico Group in Nebraska, the great state of Nebraska, right, Shane? Shane's got multiple hats. I'll let him talk about that. But if you could, Shane, maybe just give the audience a little background about yourself, the agency, and whatever you feel is most compelling. How's that?
1: Sounds great. Well, thanks for having me on, Brent. uh, I'm an avid listener of the podcast, so I'm uh, humbled to be a part of it. Um, So, yeah, uh, Shane Ideas. Um, as Brent mentioned with Unico group in, in Nebraska, um, we'll full service, independent agency headquartered in Lincoln, some, uh, offices spread across the state and then some remote offices across the country. So most of our, uh, client population would be local, regional, and then we have a couple of national programs that, that take us all over. So, um, we've got a great shop, a great culture, and, uh, we're, we're working to remain independent and continue to grow.
0: Shane, if you could just tell the audience, because we've got, when I have, I'm doing more and more interviews here with uh, some of the people that we work with and just good agency leaders, great agency leaders out there. Um, Give me the scope of the agency. What's the, you know, what's the approximate size of the agency? Uh, How many employees, how many team members do you have at Unico?
1: Yep. We're hoping to eclipse about 30 million in revenue this year. So we're a good sized firm. I think that puts us pretty easily within the top 100 uh, agencies um, in the country by some of the, the publications about 130 employees. You know, we are probably heavy on the property casualty side as far as our, our revenue, but also have a, a really uh, solid growing uh, benefits uh, book of business. Uh, and then also do personal lines, some financial services. You yeah. want to talk-
0: that, hey, that's good. I, you got it. I, I think, I think that's, I, I just wanted to give some size and scope uh, again, because we've got you know, as you know, Shane and, and agencies we work with and our listeners, I mean, they range from agencies that are are getting started or some real communities that are a little bit smaller up to agencies that are, you know, 50, 60, 70 million in revenue and bigger uh, in some cases. And again, you guys are a great, you know, great shop for many reasons, but size wise, again, just just getting past 30 million. I think that's what I heard you say, Shane, right? Um, so, uh, and again, there's been, been some great growth there. and I'm sure we'll talk about that in different ways. Um, I, I always want to start off these interviews and and not to start them off on a, maybe a negative note by any means, but at least to know that, you know, one thing that I know and that, you know, Shane, is that we all have challenges uh, and we have frustrations. And so, I, you know, I'd be curious just to ask you, um, and again, whether it's, you know, it could be you or your department, but certainly overall from an agency, what is the biggest challenge or maybe a few, uh, but what would be the top challenges or frustrations that you're seeing you're dealing with at Unico and just in the marketplace today?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And I'll probably sound like a broken record to some of your listeners because I'm sure the challenges that we have at Unico are very similar to a, a lot of our peer agencies across the country. But the thing that sticks out to me the most would be, you know, we we have experienced a lot of growth. You know, our agency was formed in, in 1988 at that, point, it was a, a merger between two large agencies in Lincoln. Uh, but at that time it was, you know, a couple million in revenue. And, you know, from fast forward now, you know, to almost 30, um, it's taken a lot, you know, a lot of growth to do that, and you know, we, we always talk about internally, you know, to go from 10 to 25 was a big step, and a lot had to, to change and happen to make that step. But, but now we talk about our next evolution, our next chapter, to go from you know 25 to 30 to 40 to 50 is a completely different step in, in growth, um, and the things that we need to do to get to there are going to look different than they did to, to get to 10 to 25. So. Uh, Back to your biggest challenge. I think the biggest challenge we have is is we're still run like a you know like a smaller organization. And what I mean by that is you know our leaders are still wearing multiple hats. Uh, Me, for example, you know one of my primary roles is to produce. I'm an advisor, and I have a large book of business. I still write a lot of new business, or want to write a lot of new business. And as we all know, that takes time. Uh, But on top of that, I've sales leadership responsibilities. Um, I've got the executive team responsibilities and, and I'm on our board of directors. And so uh, my biggest personal challenge is how do I find and prioritize the time to, you know, to give to each of those buckets, you know, working on the business rather than working in the business all the time. Um, and then still trying to remain uh, balanced at home too. I've had three young children. I, I like to coach their youth sports. We're a super active family. And so um, you know, I, I can't give all of my time to work because I want to make sure I'm still a good husband and, and father at home too. So my biggest challenge is just prioritizing time.
0: Yeah. And I actually, we've talked about that just in some, you know, non-podcast conversations, certainly. And it's, it's a challenge for so many. I think, you know, you're in that position. In fact, I just did a podcast a few, uh, a few episodes ago, depending on when this one airs, um, about just some of the challenges I see in sales leadership. You know, I get the opportunity to talk to a lot of sales leaders and, um, it's just that you're right. That challenge, that balance of, Hey, I still got a production goal and I like to produce and I'm pretty good at it. Uh, but now I've got the responsibility of helping others do things that I'm doing. And then just some of the pressures that come with that. And like you said, Oh, by the way, yeah, I've got, I got a family too. Um, I like to see them. I, they, they, they like to see me. Um, and so kind of putting that together. And, I, you know, one thing that, that uh, hit me as you were saying that, and I wrote this down and I, i I've heard this before and I probably said this before in different places, but like for agency leaders out there, we all get stuck. It just depends on where you get stuck. And I think, you know, what you're talking about, Shane, is, you know, I I would say there's agencies that can be stuck at 1 million. You can be stuck at 10 million. You can be stuck at 30 million, right? You can be stuck at 50 million. Some people go, I'd rather be stuck at 50 than one, um, which we get it. But, you know, the bottom line and and what I wrote down after that, I think this comes from John Maxwell or somebody else. I don't remember where I heard it, but it says, you know, what got you here is not going to be the exact same thing that's going to get you there. And I think part of that challenge is there are some things you need to take with you, but there's also things you got to let go. Um, So I know this was, you know, part of some of our our pre-conversation, Shane. I don't want to throw a a curveball at you, but just from your perspective, what are some of those things as you kind of evolve? Because you mentioned like. We were here and now we got to here and now we're you know, approaching 30 million or just past 30 million. Now, you know, what got us to 30 is not going to get us to 35, right? And growth. So what are some things that you're seeing as an agency? Maybe it's yourself too, that maybe you've got to give up or let go or kind of move past. I don't know if that question makes sense, but anything jumping out at you? I mean, what, what, what have you seen?
1: Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. And, and you hit the, the nail on the head, I mean, I I think as we look at, you know, our strategic plan and getting to where we wanna go, it is gonna have to look differently than it did to get to this point. And and one of those things is taking a real hard look at our, you know, executive team and our leadership team and the roles and responsibilities of each. And so is it really the best use of my time per se to be working on a book of business or should I be allocating more time to recruiting new advisors, recruiting our next generation of leaders, you know, working on strategic partnerships with carriers and, and you know other agencies and those types of things and, and probably from a, a value standpoint it is it is more of a value to to allocate my time there and so we're looking at that right now uh just roles and responsibilities and, and maybe potentially having our you know executive team not have books of business or reduce books of business so that's definitely one thing i think expanding our leadership team and letting go of, of some of the things that we've done in the past is another one and, and we have created that team and, and really started to, to turn over the, you know, the keys to the car to, uh, to the members of the leadership team. And most of them uh, are not in a production uh, role. Um, and then, you know, lastly, it's, it's just uh, continuing to, you know, work on what's going to make the agency grow. Uh, and That's, you know, bringing in new talent, um, recruiting that talent and then just creating, you know, and efficiencies internally to,
0: to continue to grow and remain independent. Yeah. Those, I mean, those are, are absolutely critical and, um, you know, just things that hit me and this is in our, our book as well, but I just, it's like it's easier said than done. And, and I know that, but it's the idea of like kind of switching your mindset in the leadership is, are we going to go from addition to multiplication, right? Like addition is okay. Shane, you know, we used to be like, okay, here's the one more thing I need to do. All right. Here's the next thing I need to do. Here's the next thing I need to do, right? We're growing more. So now I got more things I need to do versus saying, whoa, hold on a second, right? And this actually, it reminds me too of a great book out there in the marketplace from Dan Sullivan, who talks about who, not how, right? It's moving from the thinking of who will be best at this versus how do I do it? And, you know, I mean, there's so many stories out there. You talked outside of the insurance industry of, you know, businesses that started from scratch and entrepreneur, you know, it's like when I started the business, you know, I was every, you know, I was, I was sales, I was service, I was the janitor, you know, I, I whatever it was, I did it all. And it's like, well, I'm not the janitor anymore. It doesn't mean that, you know, that, that position's a bad position. It means that that's not my highest role. That's not where I can bring the most value to the company. And I think that's what you and I know at Unico, we've had conversations or consistently looking at it, And I would ask the listener to think about it. What's your most vital role? What's your highest capacity? What's your greatest function? Where do you get the most return? And be honest about it. And you're going to be at different places. Everyone's different. But what's that next level? And the thing that hits me too, Shane, and what I know you're working on and kind of what you said is got to find places you got to give up to go up which isn't easy because you've always done them and you're probably pretty good at them. Right. Um, And you can do them. So I appreciate you sharing that. Um, I want to move from kind of some of the challenges to heck you guys got to 30 million. You're doing something right. Um, What has been, would you guess, I know it's more than one, but what has been your number one, or again, a couple of the key successes and things that you've done as an organization to get to where you are today, Shane.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, obviously, when we're in it all the time, sometimes we fail to really look back to, you know, to look, look at our successes and how we got here. But I would say what, what comes to my mind is just, you know, the level of talent within the organization. It really is our people. I know that's cliche a little bit, but um, we're, we're really big on hiring self starters, people that just get it, that they're smart that are hungry. Um, and then we give them the tools and, and give them the resources and let them go. Um, so I think that's been the foundation of Unico and our success. You know, I know again to get to the next level, it's going to have to look a little different. So we're going to have to continue to hire that talent, but you know, we're we're trying to get better with InsureTech tech and you know being more efficient and using technology to, to really help our service platform. Um, we're looking at other ways to grow and and new profit centers and those types of things. But I mean, what, what comes to mind with our biggest success is, is the people Uh, we've got a a really dynamic culture. We all love working alongside of each other, going into the trenches together. Um, And at at the end of the day, I think that's what's driven our success, Brent. Um, Obviously there's been more tactical things along the way that that probably have played a big role. But when I look at philosophically, what that could be, um, The biggest driver of our success is our
0: people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, knowing many of your people, or at least having some introductions in different ways to many of your people, I I would agree. And, uh, you know, some people are listening, like, well, that must be nice. You know, I just got to find the right people. But, you know, it hits me with working with you. And again, you know, um, what I wrote down um, is I believe that, you know, this toxic word out there in insurance, and I, I did a keynote on this, like, five years ago, six years ago, it's been a long time ago, but it's complacency. Um, and I think one of the things that I, I appreciate about you, Shane, and your team is that, you know, you guys could be like, we're pretty darn good. Life's pretty good. Like, okay, let's enjoy it, you know, and, and you could, and I, it would be all right. But I think part of that, what, what I take and what you said, yes, about people, but the reason why you're finding people, attracting people, developing people is because, you know, there's more. And it's not just out of ego. Um, I mean, there might be some of that. I think we all aspire to do more, but it's the fact that think about how many more communities and people that internally and externally that you can help and serve by doing what you guys do at the highest level. It's, it's pretty darn cool. And-
1: yeah, that, that's such a dangerous word. And, and uh, we talk about it a lot internally because, I mean, it, it's human nature to get complacent at times. And, and how do you challenge each other and, and get out of your comfort zones to continue to derive growth and so I, it, it, that's a really valid point to bring up I, I would say too maybe to add up upon my earlier comment about our success brent um i think our organization has done a phenomenal job of perpetuation mm-hmm. um you know that you know handing the keys over to, to new leaders and and just making sure that we have really solid leadership that is spread apart in age. And so you consistently are, are turning the organization over with really, really solid people. Um, and that's, you know, that's a challenge too. We, we've got to find the next leaders and find, you know, the generations below us to continue to, to perpetuate this thing. But I would give, um, you know, my partners and um, mentors a lot of credit for doing a great job of, of perpetuating the agency.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You guys done a great job. And I mean, there's perpetuation, there's two parts, right? There's There's personal, right? There's personnel um, and there's financial. Um, and I see like a lot of agencies, they may get one or none of them done very well. Uh, typically financial comes first, but then they're like, wait a second, who who's going to lead this thing? I don't know, right? And obviously we know there's a lot of acquisitions and sales and things for a lot of reasons. I mean, there's a lot of money in that, uh, but a lot of it is I don't really have another option. Um, and, and, it, and it takes time to develop that. That's part of that is that forward thinking of, hey, where are we going to be a few years from now? And beyond, and who is going to be potentially that next level of leadership, and how do we equip them? How do we empower them? How do we develop them? What does that look like? What are the conversations we need to have? And that's something I really appreciate what you guys do there at Unico. Uh, very, very proactive in that area. Um, you know, this one thing I, I I ask, and I hope this doesn't this doesn't come across self serving, but you know, we've worked together for several years now. Um, been together um, in, in a partnership, right? And that's where I, hopefully it, it feels a partnership is that we're both trying to, to grow together. Um, what would you say from just our experiences and working together, Shane, has been some of the biggest takeaways you've had uh, just in working with with Sitkins and, and with your team? What does that look like for you?
1: Yeah. Um, first of all, thank you for the relationship. Um, you working with us, your your whole team working with us. It's done uh, a ton for our agency. There's been so much value created with with the partnership um, with you guys. I mean, the the biggest thing for me uh, about what we've gotten out of of the relationship is a word a word that pops up is clarity. Right, like. You know, going through the, the different classes and and what you you guys teach the behaviors and strategies to me aren't rocket science right you're not reinventing the wheel they're they're just tactical you know insurance related um, activities behaviors and strategies but if they're not done you're not going to be successful so you know it's it's getting the blocking and tackling right um, creating the discipline to do so and, and keeping those you know high pay payoff activities in front of the team so for me, I think it really comes back down to clarity, uh, and you've done a great job of working not only with our, our uh, advisor team, but really with our leadership team too on on doing that. With, with us wearing multiple hats within the agency, it's really easy to have all these balls in the air, and you don't know which one to you know to pluck down to, to work on next. And you're excellent at, at helping us drill down and what is what is that one thing that is the most important thing for you to get done right now, um, and so. That, that at, at a high level, Brent, I think, you know, just just the blocking and tackling the behaviors and strategies, that clarity that it's added, there's been so much more value creation that you guys have helped us with, with, you know, naming our sales process and creating that, um, you know, our scorecards, some of the other metrics that we track with KPIs. I, I mean, I could go on and on and on. Um,
0: but I think please, please do, thing. Shane. Just keep going. <laughs> I,
1: I think the biggest thing is that clarity piece, just helping us focus on what's in front of us, what's the most important thing that we can be doing either today, this week, or this month to help move the agency forward, um, and that's that's paid off in in dividends. So,
0: well, first of all, thanks for saying that. Appreciate that um, for for many reasons. And again, I've you know just we we always say this too. I mean, we want to have members and partners that we're just, we're just proud of to have on our team. And, and you guys are, are, are certainly one of those. And it's just been a really fun relationship. Um, and I, you know, I've had, just like you have had, I mean, outside of business, but, you know, just athletic coaches, or if you're in a different endeavor, right? People that, uh, you know, what, what does a coach do? And I think for me, it, it's interesting, as you were saying that, I'm just thinking back, whether it's athletically or business coaches that I've had is um, a lot of times you kind of have all the pieces or at least a pretty good idea of it. You just haven't put it together very well. And, you know, or you're you're missing, sometimes you always say the blinding flashes of the obvious. I mean, I've been on the other end of that so many times where it's like, well, Brent, you already got all that. Why don't you just do that? Or what would that do? What would that mean? Well, that would mean a lot. Why don't you just do that? Oh, yeah. And it's just kind of getting some confidence around that. And I heard something today um, and I come from another podcast um, and I'll probably get this a little off, but I thought it was really interesting. Because one of the quotes that I've always shared is that people don't resist change, they resist being changed. It's something I've heard is that you know, people, hey, uh, you know, Mr. Advisor, Ms. Advisor or, or agency, do you want to grow by X percent next year? Yes, I'm open to that change. Well, here are some of the things that you have to do. But the podcast was talking about why another reason why people resist change so much isn't that they mind change. They don't like uncertainty. Because change sometimes, well, I don't know what that really means. And I think what I've seen, and this is a testament to you, Shane, and Chad, and Ryan, the team that I work with, Mary, everybody there at the leadership team at Unico, is helping provide greater clarity, and some from our conversations, but you as leaders being clear on what that means to them. And I think when people get that, there's much greater buy-in. So I want to give you a kudos to that as well, because it's hard work. I mean, it really is. So all right, I've got one last question, Shane. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. This is the question that is the question of questions, maybe. All right, here it is. If you could give advice to the younger Shane, I don't know how much younger you want to go. We could say 15, 20 years ago, but the younger Shane, he's starting off. He's he's ready to begin his professional career. And you're talking to your younger self. What do you tell him? That's such a great question. First off, I don't have any regrets. I, I feel like,
1: you know, everything happens for a reason. So I've gotten to this point because of all the, the things that have happened in the past, both good and bad. Right. But if I did have to give advice to my younger self, I, I I would probably give the advice of, you know, be a giver without expecting anything in return, you know, make more deposits than you do withdrawals. And, you know, really, if you're going to do something, do it with enthusiasm, with energy, with passion and, and, And do it, right? And then lastly, I think just because of the stage of of life I'm in right now, which is just crazy and chaotic every day, right? You and I are in that same kind of walk in life with our kids and work and all that. It's just slow down and enjoy the ride, right? Like life is going to pass us by in no time, a blink of the eye. So if we're not enjoying the, the current chapter that we're in, we're missing out on a lot of life. So I gave you a few nuggets there they all kind of tie together a little bit, but those would be the things that I'd want to remind my, my younger self and, and, uh, uh actually, and, and remind myself now too, uh, cause I think yeah. they apply it any each chapter of life.
0: Well, I tell you, it's interesting. First of all, when you, you know, when you speak those things, you're right. It's like, Oh my gosh, I should remind myself of some of those things. So although they're, they're thoughts they come out a little bit. And, and the reason why I love that question is again, I just think like one of my, I'm a big believer in mentorship, right. And coaching, as you know, and, Um, when I get guests on here, it's like, think about how much value that is to anyone. Again, it could be certainly a younger advisor, producer, leader, but it could be anybody that goes, Oh my gosh, am I not slowing down sometimes to enjoy where I'm at? And I think that last part was so critical and and it is missed. And I don't, you know, I don't care if you got kids running around like we do or not. I mean, we can all find ourselves getting busy, And taking for granted of what today means and who is in front of us. In fact, I'll just share with you, Shane, every year I come up with a word, uh, and this has been out there, you know, kind of my theme word for the year. My word for 2022 is present, which just means if you're with your child, be with your child. If I'm talking to Shane, talk to Shane. And I tell you what, how can something so easy be so challenging? But in the world we live in, it is. And uh, it's just you know, just a reminder of that. So I thank you so much, Shane, for sharing all that. That's some great wisdom there. Any last things you want to share to the Agent Leader Podcast audience, Shane, before we depart? I know you got a a big meeting uh, you're getting to in a little bit, so I don't want to keep you from it.
1: I don't think so. I'm just, uh, again, humbled to be a part of this. Brent, thanks for the invite. Uh, We we love you and your team. We appreciate everything you do for us. So let's continue to, to grow together.
0: Love it. Well, thanks again so much, Shane, um, and appreciate being part of this. Again, if you are uh, interested in the book, that's what we're continuing to get out there. We've got, we're finally getting our shipping coming in. We've had some problems, but go to sitkins.com uh, slash BVP. It's on our website, sitkins.com slash BVP. Uh, we'd love to get that on your hands. And uh, also, if this podcast is adding value to your life, whatever platform you're listening on, we would love a rating and review so we can uh, impact more agencies. And you could be like a Shane right? At some point in your life. So Shane, thanks again. Appreciate it. I wish you all the best in your success. Thanks for listening.